ready to get inspired. This, this is the Go for the Goldie podcast. It's Sunday, November 28th, 2021, and welcome to episode 48 of the Go for the Goldie show, where today me and my friend Danny are going to be recapping the High Rocks competition that we did last Saturday here in Dallas, Texas. So without any further ado, Danny, welcome to the show, my friend. How are you doing? Good to be back. Uh, it's a it's a Sunday, so you know I'm closely watching my fantasy right now, and I'm actually in the lead. So I need a W, be a two two win uh, two W streak for me, get me into playoffs. But uh, can't complain. Good Sunday so far. Well, congratulations because as usual, uh, noon rolled around, and I realized that I didn't even look at my lineup, and I have like five people that are not playing in my starting lineup. So should work out well. Looking forward to it. <laughs> Hate when that happens. Well, it happens on a weekly basis, so I don't. I'm used to it at this point. Um, but hey, man, we did it! Can you believe it? We did it. Yeah, uh, I was pretty nervous for this one. Big challenge outside the comfort zone, but uh, yeah, finished. It's done. It's in the books, and looking forward to the next one in April. So for those, uh, we'll get. I guess we'll do a quick recap, um, just kind of like a high level. You know what's involved in a high rocks. You can't see on your end, Danny, but um, on the screen here, and for those listening, I have it pulled up, um, the High Rocks official page here. So uh, we did uh, the event in Dallas. It was at the Hilton Anatole. And um, I'm going to go ahead and show you. Those listening at home will we'll go over it uh, out loud. But uh, basically, a High Rocks competition is put on. Uh, it's like a fitness competition. And anyone can participate. There's different divisions, uh, the professionals, the amateurs, what me and Danny do. But um, right here I have it pulled up. So it's eight events um, within the competition. And within each event, there's a one-kilometer run. So you start off uh, doing a 1K run. And then in order, here are the events. So we go 1,000-meter uh, ski erg a 50-meter sled push that's 275 pounds for our division, a 50-meter sled pull, 80-meter um, burpee broad jumps, 1,000 meters rowing, a 200-meter farmer's carry, 100-meter sandbag lunch, and then um, you had a 45-pound <clears throat> sandbag on your back. And then to finish up, we did 100 wall balls where you had a 14-pound medicine ball you squat down you throw it up and hit a target 10 feet in the air um, so that's the real quick down and dirty kind of uh, overview of what the event was um, so I guess the first thing I guess we'll, t we'll talk about here is um, I don't I don't even remember how how did we get involved with this Danny who was the first I think I found it right yeah you found it you brought it to my attention and first at first glance i was yeah i was not into it i didn't buy in and uh and yeah that went that one that strung out for months after month months on months on months and then finally i bought in and uh and glad because uh, it's kind of opening up this this uh what do you what do you call it rabbit hole as you like to say the ocr kind of stuff for sure and that's where like i mean for those who haven't you know heard before um you know, Danny is, you know, one of my close friends, but he was on the show previously because he had played professional baseball, got drafted by the Diamondbacks and, you know, pursued a career in minor league baseball for a, a long time. So 
Um, there aren't many people that would like that I know that would dive into something like this. You know, it's me as an endurance athlete. You know, a lot of the athletes that I know, um, you know, aren't into this kind of stuff. This OCR realm, you know, like you mentioned, and you know, vice versa too. A lot of the football players I know see that 1K run in between you, so you wind up running about five miles. They're like, nah, not for me. So it's a pretty unique combination of hybrid abilities between strength and endurance. And, uh, you know, Danny's the one who introduced me to F45, the gym I'm constantly talking about and, you know, posting on social media about that I go to. So I was like, Danny, come on, man. You got to do this for like for months, like he, like he just mentioned. And finally, we got him all jacked up. What was the, what, what pushed you over the edge? Because it wasn't me, right? Wasn't it like it was, you know, I had obviously some to do with it, but wasn't it other people that like at the gym or whatever? Yeah, you know, you brought it up in the beginning and, you know, there just wasn't enough push behind it. But they, when I, when we moved to Allen, I went to a, I joined a new F45 gym and that whole gym basically was signed up going to this High Rocks event. So, I mean, every class, every day, they were constantly talking about it and they had a group chat and they're, it was just it was a good camaraderie there at the gym of everyone saying come on you can do it you can do it you can do it so you know finally i i gave in and i said all right i'll do it and the trainer there he said all right send me a picture of the receipt so i know it's legit and that you are going to do it and i'll add you to our high rocks group chat and sure enough i did it was a really positive you know everyone was cheering everyone on there was there's two girls who actually do the 6 a.m f45 class and they would run um around the gym before their 6 a.m class prepping for the cardio portion so yeah you started it off but they kind of pushed me across the finish line because they were just hounding me pretty much every day and i'm really glad they did and it's one of those things too where i you know i've been in triathlon for what five six years now and my first taste of an OCR type event was at the uh, the Spartan race, the sprint at uh, the stadium at Cowboy Stadium in June. So I caught the bug in this OCR world at that. And, um, you know, since that event, I had done the Beast as well a couple, maybe a month or two ago. Um, so I knew you would like it, but it's one of those things where... I can, I can only tell you about it. You know, you have to kind of do the sign up and get the motivation on your own. You know what I mean? But now that you've yeah. done it, you know, what, what are your thoughts? And I love doing these recaps, too. I think it's because I, I think for every one of you, I mean, Danny, think about, like, how athletic you are and your experience in working out and, like, how much it took for you to do something like this. Imagine someone who would be doing this for the first time. Like, this is their first kind yeah. of competition, you know. So I always hope to provide – some sort of like comfort or motivation to those that are thinking about getting into it. So um, I guess so. So before I, I thought the format of this an interesting way might be to kind of take you through the day. You know what I mean? Like, you know, what what it was like the day of what was going through your head. And then we'll just kind of like share our experiences, you know, because we went at different times. So we got to cheer each other on, which was pretty cool. I like yeah. that as well. And um all right, so here, and uh, Rob Malone, one of my buddies um, that I met in uh, Carolina, he's, you should see this guy, he's, we call it, his nickname was Shredded, he was just absolutely, you know, shredded, so he just said, like, me, like, of course, your motivation, Rob. Um, <clears throat> so, let's get started with the day of the event, okay, so, 
you know, my first, my first, um, my, my event was at 1040, right? And yours was at 1130, if I'm right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I got there a little bit early than you did, you know, and um, you showed up to support me and I was a friggin' train wreck because <laughs> I think that's just kind of my mentality to begin with. I just get really worked up on game days or competition days, race days, whatever it may be, just... For me, I love that feeling of fight or flight, and that's the feeling that I get whenever I'm about to do a competition. And I knew I was prepared for it, just like you, you know, but at the same time, it was the fear of the unknown. I guess the insecurities start to kind of creep in, and you start to wonder, um, you know, what can I actually do this? You know, and what was funny for me was that warm up area. Rob said uh, he would like to start training. I mean, you, Rob, you can definitely do this, man. And I'm going to show the videos up here as well of each event, too, so you can take a look at like, what they look like. Um, you should definitely do it, man. There's one here in Dallas in April um, that we're going to be doing. Um, but a, a, a pretty terrifying moment for me before the race was what they have an area where you can warm up. And they have erg bikes. They have um, what are those treadmills called? Where, um, yeah, they got the curve to them. I don't know what they're called. Yeah, like the self-propelled, you know, treadmills or whatever. Um, but it was so they. And, but also in the area, they had the sled push and the sled pull, which we'll get into in a second. Um, but the sled push is a 275-pound uh, sled that you push 12 and a half meters four times, back, forth, back, and forth. And for me, I'm 162 pounds, so I don't really practice ever. I've never pushed a sled that heavy, so I didn't know what to expect if I could do it or not going into it. I know, Danny, you're a big dude, and you're you know a lot bigger than me, um, and you're obviously strong as well. So it's, it's still nerve-wracking, but like for me, I was like, I don't even know if I can like make this thing move, and then what? Everyone's watching me, and I'm just thoroughly embarrassed, you know, just giving up in the second event, you know, so... I'm like, I'll get my confidence up. Let me go over to, uh, let me go over to that warm up area. I'll push it around a little bit, you know. So, Jenny was watching me, and I, 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 I like take a deep breath. I grab the handles, you know, and I like go to push it. It doesn't move. And I just stood up and put my hands on my hip, and I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> and I was like, oh man. So then I just like. Went down a real dark rabbit hole. I'm like, oh, Jesus, here we go. Like, I'm screwed. Going to be a long day. So that's where, like, I went to the table, and then you guys came. And, you know, of course, took my pump fuel, got all jacked up. And um, I'm like, you know what? Adrenaline's going to kick in. I don't fail at whatever I do. You know, I never give up. So, you know, we can find out a way to make it move. But, um, you know, that was basically my my lead up to my event so um danny what, what, what how did you get ready because i was racing while you were getting ready i remember seeing you cross the pathway to start to get ready and then obviously you're gone it's a different room so yeah. what was your warm-up like what, 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 was, what was going through your head when you were getting ready to do it yeah you know for me i just wanted to get the core temperature up so i i, well, I threw my headphones in and um I, uh, I hopped on the bike for about five minutes, got the core temperature up. I did some high knees. I stretched a little bit, stretched out my quads. And uh, I did probably maybe like 10 or 15 of the skiers. I didn't want to do too much, but I just wanted to feel the resistance. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's pretty much it. I did some walking lunges, some high knees, just get the core temperature up. I did drink one of those, IV, you know, the liquid IVs. 
I drank one of those. I ate one of the um, the, the goo things, and uh, I didn't have any pump fuel. I think next time for April 9th, what we should do is you should bring the Joshi. We should get it on the GoPro of you doing a, a – <laughs> A Joshi with the pump fuel and I'll do one too. I think that's an incredible uh, idea. For those that don't know, there's a company called Freedom Funnel and it's an eagle. It's a funnel in the shape of an eagle. And they it's called Freedom Funnel because they have like a USA, you know, that's like the base version of it. But they make kind of a Buffalo Bills version of it as well. And the quarterback of the Buffalo Bills is named Josh Allen. And whenever he scores a touchdown, we just start screaming, Joshy! So we named the funnel Joshy. So um, obviously... We drink a lot of Trulies and stuff out of it, uh, but also pre-workouts. We get all jacked up before workouts. I love yeah. that idea. I think that's yeah. really fun. All right, hundred percent, we're doing that. Done. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, yeah, simple warm up. But uh, you know, for me, prior to it, I've never done anything like this. So I really didn't have any expectations at all. There was definitely some nerves that set in, but you know, I really didn't have any expectations. And my biggest thing was I knew I was strong enough to do all the you know different uh, like um exercises but the cardio i knew was uh, i knew that was my weak point because i wasn't training on the cardio side and there was a lot mm -hmm. of running just overall endurance too with a thousand meters a thousand rows a thousand skiers running in between so yeah, that's why i thought I was, it was interesting to I, I thought it would be interesting to have a quick chat about a recap of the race as well because me you were coming at it from two completely different worlds i think as well you know you're you're very strong you're much stronger than i am and you know i'm i'm a runner you know i'm i'm an endurance athlete i'm a triathlete so what you were worried about i was not at all and vice versa you know so i think yeah. it's interesting to hear our experiences that you know are, are just completely we're at the same event but worried about completely different things you know yeah um because for me, during the, each one of the runs, that, that was my recharge time. You know, as I was running, I was running at, like, probably, like, a 7.10, 7.15 pace, like, somewhere in that neighborhood. And that's a jog for me. Like, that's, that's like, a recovery run for me, where for a lot of people, that's – you're cranking. You know what I mean? So, for me, that was, like, catch my breath. You know, let's, let's, let's kind of revamp for the next one and then put all our efforts into these, you know, resistance, you know, exercises that we're doing. Um so let's do this. So I have pulled up on the screen here. We'll go, we'll go exercise by exercise. I know you're in limited time here, so we'll kind of burn through these here. Um, but the first one, so for those who are just listening, I'm going to explain it obviously as well as we go here, but let's go. So the first one is called the ski erg. So <laughs> it's basically a ski machine um, think about like slalom skiing, or not slalom, like cross-country skiing, right? Where you have the poles. Um, it's that motion. So I have that playing on the screen right now. Um, and it's a thousand meters of, um, a thousand meters. Um, it's on a little, um, I don't know what you call that, a little meter, you know, right in front of your face. So you can see how fast you're going. And you can, you can crank the resistance too. So, you know, it's, it's resistance of one to ten. Um, my suggestion if you're going to be doing this event, make sure that you put it on the resistance that you want before you go. I did not. I wanted to crank it up all the way to 10 uh, because I have pretty great endurance. See, this is something where obviously strength comes into play, but it does take you a couple minutes. So endurance starts to come into play. And um, I wasn't concerned about this one at all because we do this at F45 all the time as well. 
Uh, but halfway through it, I realized I was on seven. Just because the nerves were going, I forgot to switch it. Um, but I still did it pretty well. Um, but it's you're, you're getting tired. You're tucking yourself out like right on the first event. So uh, I powered through it pretty quick. I was very proud of my time. Um, but Danny, what, what about you, man? What did you think of the first one? You know... I just had to just get in, get in the rhythm, get in the pace. Once again, the cardio was my weak point. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to get into a rhythm. And I, it was my mindset was I just have to get through this. You know, there was there was no option of, of stopping or quitting. So I knew it had to be done. So I just got in the rhythm and I just kept going until that that screen said a thousand meter meters and i was on the run so yep. there's really no options <laughs> know what i was surprised by too is i don't know if this happened for you but i try to keep my form and just stay consistent with it and my abs really hurt after that one and you know when we do that at 45 typically it's like 45 seconds to a minute somewhere in the neighborhood that we're doing that for so i'd never done like four or five minutes of it straight before like as hard as i could uh -huh. at that intensity so my abs really hurt, and uh, that was something I was not expecting. But I'm happy that uh, you know we both got it done. So got that one done. was not a concern. So on to the next one. On to the next one. Crank that out. A 1K run, and the way that the event is set up for those who are thinking about doing it, it's a really fan-friendly event as well. Um, for instance, like in triathlon, when Jenny comes to watch a race, you know, she's you see me, you know, jump in the water, and then you know. It's, go away in the distance, come back, you see me for a minute, run up, get on my bike, and then you see me leave on the bike. And then I'm gone for, you know, 30 minutes, 35 minutes. And then you see me come back and off the bike, put my running shoes on, and then leave for another 20 minutes. So it's like not the most fun event to watch. With this, you could watch us basically the entire time. The whole fan section is set up to where you can watch everyone, you know, whoever you're supporting go through the entire course. And the way that the, the running was was the 1K, was basically three and a half laps around the uh, the event. You could see us pass with every lap. So that was cool because I know Danny, you know, you were there until you had to start getting ready, supporting me, and then, you know, it flipped when I finished. I went to, you know, support you, you know, in your final stages of it too. And um, it was it was really cool. I really enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, so, it was, it was like Brian was saying, uh, you know, my fiance Amanda and my son Declan were there. So they were able to walk around to you know the sled push the ski erg the rowing machine there right in front of me cheering yeah. me on and supporting me throughout the whole the whole event which was really cool and also on the runs i mean they were they were cheering and you know the whole group was cheering for me as i was struggling um but that helps but it, it was, pushes you over that helps you does. find that like extra gear that you didn't think you had you know? it, it does it makes yeah. you die you know dig deep and they're right there so that is a cool part about the high rocks is the fans are literally right there on top of you yeah. for each event and they could follow you throughout the whole whole series and then at the end the wall balls which i know you're going to go over i thought it was really cool the whole setup of the sweet. wall balls and how you run into a different room and so on and so forth all right, so the next event here, I got it up on the screen, is the sled push. So for those who have never seen a sled push before, it's weight plates stacked on each other, 275 pounds for the men, and you pushed it on a carpet. It was 12 and a half meters, down, back, down, and back. And uh, this was what I was most scared about. Um, I think generally speaking, that's what most people uh, struggle with the most. It's not easy 
I put everything I had into it, but shout out to Nick DeLeo, the strong man that I had on, and his uh, fiance Shay, right before the event on Wednesday. Um, the best bit of advice they gave me was take your time at the end. You don't want to stop, you know, so get it across that 12 and a half meters and then rest. And I took that to heart, and I think this really got me through it. Uh, Danny, thoughts? Yeah, you know, you, you definitely want to push all the way through. It was four times. It was there and back, there and back. So, yeah, you definitely want to keep the momentum all the way to that 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 tape line. Um, and, Rob, it's, uh, your question is how much is the speed push? The sled was uh, 275 pounds. Yeah, it was a, it was a good amount. Um, and then, yeah, I would say the best advice is just take the you told me um, when you're taking your rest, when you think you're ready to go, take like five more seconds just to get another big deep breath in and then go for the next push. Uh, but I would say the sled wasn't, it, was, it was, wasn't hard for me, but the hard part was running right after and my legs felt like jello. I had, to, I, had to, I had to walk a couple sections of that one kilometer just because my legs were just fried after, after the uh, sled push. That was well, hard. And then right after that sled push was another sled event. We got the sled pole pulled up on the screen here. So same piece of equipment, except you had a rope uh, attached to it. And it was the same distance, 12 and a half meters, down and back, down and back four times. Um, so a total of 50 meters. And uh, this one was 165 pounds. And it was basically like, there were two different kind of schools of thought. Um, I'm not strong enough to just kind of anchor myself down and pull it, you know, hand over hand. Um, so you have like a zone um, of maybe like five yards that you were able to kind of maneuver in. So what I did is I started at the front of that zone. I'd reach down, grab the rope, and then I'd kind of walk back five yards and, you know, get it across in five-yard increments. Um, that was my strategy I kind of developed. Um, but just by, you know, doing some research beforehand, but I certainly wasn't strong enough to just stand there and pull it hand over hand. Uh, but I got through that pretty quick. So I was pretty proud. And then, um, those were the two that I was most scared about, you know, being able to complete. So once I got through that, you know, and we're almost at the halfway point at that point too, you know, that's three to eight. Um, so what, what did you think of that one? Yeah, that one, I did the same thing. I was, I was you know, step back until that line, then go back up. I wasn't, I wasn't anchored in pulling with my arms either, but I'm thinking probably next time try and focus on more of maybe the upper body there. So I save more of my legs. So try and train a little bit more for just anchoring in and pulling a little bit. Um, but yeah, that, that one wasn't too brutal. I'm glad. Yeah, that was pretty, pretty easy. And it's interesting in the video that I have pulled up here, the guy who's, uh, who's doing it is doing the exact opposite of what I was just talking about. He is bent over and just, just cranking it, you know, and I am not literally physically not able to do that. So, <laughs> all right. So on to exercise number four. Um, this one is my wheelhouse. Um, and Rob, you can just go to highrocks.com, I believe is the website, and you can sign up there. You can see the tour. They go all over the country. Um, they're definitely in New York, so um, you can definitely you know, hit it up when it's up there. Um, so this one is my bread and butter. I'm, you know, I, this one is a strength of mine, the burpee broad jump. So it's 80 meters. You do a burpee, and you jump. The only way you can move forward is by jumping. So burpee, jump as far as you can. So if you want to take little hops, you're going to be doing a lot of burpees. 
Um, and I, I breezed through this one. I don't have a lot of mass, you know what I mean? So I'm not moving a lot of weight. So it's easy for me to get down and up and, you know, jump, jump fire. So um, I, I excelled at this one. I was pretty happy with my performance on this one. Um, you can see in the screen here, this guy's jump. He's got a pretty good jump every time he goes here, but he's probably not. He's not in a competition, so screw this guy. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, how would you do on this one, Danny? Yeah, yeah, need a lot of practice on this one. This was not one of my strong ones. Um, my fiance has a video clip of me doing it, and I was, it looked like I was doing the worm on the ground. It wasn't the best form. But <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, this was again, the first one I saw you. Um, yeah 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 once again this is where the cardio came into effect and really you know i really felt it is i was gassed you know i was just kind of i was definitely struggling through this one big time so um yeah it was a tough one for me that's for sure yeah i, I this one was when i excelled at, so i was happy with that one but this is the halfway point so then you know obviously another you know, 1k run and then on to uh obstacle number five which was the row machine. So a staple of any CrossFit gym or any functional training gym. And at this point, you're pretty tired and it's a thousand meter row. Um, again, I screwed up a little bit here. And when I went, I didn't adjust it to level 10, which I should have, um, I forgot, just cause I was caught up in the moment. And at this point too, um, I heard on the loudspeaker, you know, they were announcing cause you have an ankle on, or an ankle tracker on and um, they were like, you know, Brian Goldsmith is, you know, leading by two minutes in his division. And I'm like, oh, boy, here we go. Because I'm like, I don't want that kind of pressure, especially because it's my first event. I'm like, oh, I'm ahead. Like, I probably shouldn't be because people train specifically for this. And I'm not the biggest guy in the world. And But I remember being at the machine, and it was Gusa who was filming. He's like, you're two minutes ahead of second place. And I'm like, he would go and I'm going to put like all this extra pressure on me, but I'm pretty good at the row machine as well. And I got through it pretty quick. I think it was like 13 overall in the day in the row machine. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I cranked through that and I got out of there. How about you, man? Um, yeah, that was another tough one. You know, it was a uh, cardio base. So, I mean, I just, I picked a, you know, gotten my rhythm and, and just fought through it. You know, at that, this, this point in the race for me, I was fighting for my life. So I was just trying to get, <laughs> I was trying to get to the to the farmer's carry, which is my wheel. I was going to say, fight. so I think that's a great segue because you go, you're fighting for your life Let until me the me next shine. one. This is his event, man. Like, for me, I'm a little bitch. I can't do this very well. Um, I I definitely have to get better at my grip strength, so that's going to be a focus of mine. And I look at fitness as this never-ending, like, skyscraper, right? You could always just add something new to your arsenal and – Grip strength, especially if I'm going to be getting into OCR stuff, like where you are going to be, um, you need that grip strength, and that's a weak point for me. So the farmer's carry was the obstacle number six. I think it was two 55-pound kettlebells, right? Yeah. Yeah, so two 55-pound kettlebells, and I forgot how, how far was it. Do we remember? Don't remember. Uh, let's see. I have it pulled up here. It Through was a maze. 200 meters, so more or less a football field down and back. You know, obviously meters are a little bit different, but, you know, just for the sake of argument that um, pretty straightforward, right? You just grab two kettlebells and you walk 200 meters with them. Um, I So I watched you and you freaking killed it at this point. Yeah, I my goal was not to set them down. So I walked through the whole thing. But at the end, you know, at the end, once we were all over and I was looking at people's times, you know, I thought I was going to be placed somewhat very high amongst the whole group. 
but I wasn't. There's people that literally run through this thing yeah. holding these. So another opportunity for the April 9th is for me to grab these bad boys and run through this thing because people were running through this this uh, farmer's carry. Yeah, that's, and that's the, that's the thing too, man. It's like it's our first time doing this. So like there's going to be learning experiences. There's going to be a learning curve, you know. Yeah. Um, Rob just asked, um, do they allow rumpies? So um, Danny, I'll let you answer that because I think you know what I'm going to say. But um, Rumpies, yeah. I mean, if of that's course, what... Uh, rumpies allowed. So. Yeah, if, if if that'll get you through uh, these exercises, <laughs> then uh, hashtag go rumpies. So that one, uh, that's exercise six. And then um, I put them down two or three times because, like I said, I'm a little bitchy. Uh, but we got it done. On to the run. Exercise seven, the sandbag lunges. So you put a 45-pound sandbag on your back. <clears throat> it has to be on you. It, it, and it can't touch the ground at all through the event. So however you want to do it, you could put it, if you wanted to put it on one side down and then your other side coming back, you could do that or one side the whole time. I put it around my back, you know, kind of like a boa, you know. Um, lunges are a strong suit of mine. The only thing that I will say is fatigue started to set in here and I started to feel a little bit of a twinge in my quad as I was going. So I was like, oh boy, like this is... Uh, this could be this could spell disaster here because I was waiting for that moment uh, for me to kind of lose that lead. You know, I started to have imposter syndrome and I was like, is this the moment where I'm going to have to take a break? But uh, luckily I was able to push through it. But um, definitely another bit of advice I'd give you if you're doing this event is they have drinks every time you enter the competition area after your run. Take one of those drinks every time, whether it be like the Gatorade mix or whatever they were giving out. I forgot. I don't know if it was Gatorade or whatnot, but um, definitely take that or the water or whatever, but just hydrate. Um, I don't think I hydrated enough, and I think that's why I started to get a little bit of a cramp. What do you think of these? Yeah, uh, agreed. Um, so for the lunges, yeah, the lunges were, were good. I had, to, I had to mix up my grip a couple times. Uh, yeah. I had it kind of, I had it the same way around the, uh, around the neck like Brian did. Those were good. Um, I did a couple times, like when I stood up, I did take a little tiny step in between the judges were like, Hey, you can't do that. So like <laughs> you got to When you come up, you just got to go right into your next lunge. But I will say the drink in between each run, um, the group, Amanda and Gusa said I was white at a couple, a couple of the turns. Cause I didn't grab a drink for like the first three. Yeah. And then Gusa was like, Hey, you got to start, you got to get some drinks. In. It hits you. Cause I was. I was white, uh, so yeah, highly recommend. Even if it's a sip or two, you got to get something in you before that you, when you have that chance. Yep. So I know we are running short on time here, but we are on the last one, uh, the wall balls. So this is what I was most terrified of on the day. I think not because of the fact that it was like seemed impossible or too hard or whatever, but the idea that it was last and you had to do so many of them. I think that's yeah. what was intimidating. Um, yeah. So for those who don't know, you know, if you're watching, obviously you can watch the video and see this guy doing it. But for those just listening, it's a squat and you throw a medicine ball 10 feet into the air. And we had to do it with a 14 pound medicine ball and we did do it a hundred times. Um, and they're pretty strict on the squats as well. So for me, luckily squatting, uh, like all lower body stuff um, is, is kind of my forte. So I, you know, was, was doing them, you know, to adequately enough, I guess. Um, 
But um, you know, Danny, I know you had a bucket. I don't know. Did they tell you? Were they like, you know? Oh hey, yeah, they said. Hey, they said, "Hey, you're cheating. Here's a bucket." <laughs> no, they didn't say that. But they were like, "Hey, here's a bucket. You gotta touch the bucket because you know I wasn't going low enough." And the next time, April 9th, I'm gonna say, "Give me the bucket. Call me the bucket boy," because that that I could ba- I could bounce off it too, you know. But right. uh, yeah, it just it just allows me to know. Okay, here I, I need to now shoot up. You know, I'll kind of touch and go. I will say it was pretty cool the way they had this set up too. Was this event? So the way you know, like I told you, you did the 1K run around the entire competition area, and then all seven of the competitions, or I'm sorry, the exercises were in this main area. But the eighth one, these wall balls were in the grand ballroom. And right after you got done with this, you ran onto a stage for the finish. And that was really cool. I like that setup. That, um, yeah. I think that helped me get through it, too, because, like, out of my periphery, you know, you're, you see the stage and you're like, you son of a bitch, do not give up right now. Like, you are right here. You know, do not yeah. give up. And, uh, you know, everyone who's kind of getting ready or who's finished um, or just kind of uh, people who were watching, fans, like, they were all right there screaming. So that was a really cool, motivating, like, adrenaline yeah. Uh, yeah, it was just getting me all freaking fired up. That was I, I like that setup. That was pretty cool. Yeah, it was it was awesome because you're seeing people finish and yep. I mean it, it is quite the accomplishment. You don't I mean we all work out a lot, but you don't I don't work out to that extent. I know you do some pretty crazy workouts, but to do that type of workout back to back to back to back right. for an hour and you know sixteen minutes, an hour and twenty six minutes for me is you know it's a it's, it's quite the challenge and it's i was pretty pumped that i finished it so uh yeah it was cool to run across the finish line they they say your name danny Palmer finished an hour 26 minutes and they, they take pictures of you at the top you're on the stage so highly recommend anyone who's watching who's think who's on the edge of wanting to do this highly recommend doing it because you can go at your own pace and kind of set your baseline of yep the next time you go to do it. And then, you know, to my surprise, I couldn't believe it that I'm, I'm an old man, so I'm in the 35 to 39 age group, but um, I was kind of disappointed, but excited at the same time. I mean, how could I be disappointed? But I didn't know they broke our age group into two different start times. So I won my age group in the start time that I raced in. So the whole time I was running, I was hearing on the loudspeaker, Brian's two minutes ahead, Brian's four minutes ahead, Brian's six minutes ahead. So when I finished, I was like, wow, I won my age group. Holy cow, I can't believe it. But then someone who started 10 minutes later than me in the same age group wound up beating me. So I came in second place in the age group, which if uh, you're listening, you can't see it. But if you're watching, that's what's behind me is instead of getting you, getting, giving you a trophy, they give you a really cool flag um, that says second place. And uh, I got an automatic bid for the world championship in Las Vegas. Uh, unfortunately... They only have a pro division if you qualify, which means that the weights like go exponentially <laughs> up, <laughs> and the sled push was, is 375 pounds. And I was all excited to do it, but then I'm like, I, I physically can't make a sled of 375 pounds move. And then it was 275 for the um, for the sled pull as well. So unfortunately, I couldn't accept the invitation because. I physically can't make that move, <laughs> you know, but uh, I was pretty proud. You know, I was happy. And Absolutely. Danny, you killed it too, man. I mean, you're in the younger division. You're in 30 to 34, and you did uh, 10th, right, in your age group out of 20-something? It was 10th out of 33, so I was pretty excited. There. Hell yeah. My goal, my goal for the next one, April 9th, is to shave 10 minutes off. So 
I would like to get to a min, uh, an hour and 16 minutes. And we know our weaknesses. You know, we know what we need to work on, how to work on it. We got plenty of time. Um, so uh, if you are interested in what the event actually looks like, I'm going to put a link in the show notes. Um, I produced a video. Um, my buddy Gusa followed me around with the GoPro and recorded the whole event. So you can take a look at it and um, let me know what you think. And if you're scared, don't be. You can do it. If I can do it, this little Smurf, you know, can get through it and do well. You can too. Um, so, Danny, we're just at time here, man. Um, I know I got to get going. This was just a quick hitter, kind of a recap of uh, our experience. But, um, you know, what advice would you give or, you know, what words of wisdom would you give to those who uh, maybe are interested in doing something like this or, um, you know, are into like Spartan races and have never done anything like this? What, what would you say to them? Yeah, you know, I would say... I would say go for it, do it. You know, for me, I was in the same exact situation. Brian brought this up months ago and, you know, it took me months to finally commit. And that was with other people really pushing behind me. But now that I did it, there's no hesitation that I want to do the next one on April 9th. And I want, you know, it's just getting you across, just getting you to commit that first time. And then you're hooked, you go down that rabbit hole. So yeah. best words of advice is if you're thinking about it, don't think just do it sign up and then you're committed so that that was my biggest thing when i signed up i was in i was locked in i paid the money and now i was just focused on that date of november 20th so um do it have fun and uh and then you have a benchmark to get better the next one and the next one after that well it's just such a great experience too i mean the feeling of accomplishment you know setting a goal signing up for something you know day in and day out when you're training that's what you're thinking of and yeah. to have your family there supporting you and the feeling of achievement and accomplishment when you cross that finish line to know that you were in the top tier of your division uh, but having done it your first time knowing like how much better you can get you know and there's just like you said it's the rabbit hole you know that's 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 yeah. that's the world that i exist in is the what if you know what, what if i do this what what can't i do if i can do this totally. what, what else can i do you know and totally and and also you know for those who are thinking about it it's it's a lot of fun too i mean you know there's people that are going to c- compete and try and make the world which is awesome but then there's also we were walking out and we we ran into two um, middle-aged ladies that were dressed up in like 80s workout gear that had wigs on and they were doing it they were doing the doubles so you know i mean you name it there was all ages there they were having fun they and they were just competing against themselves you know and just kind of having a challenge too so don't don't think that it's just all these crazy freak athletic people there which there's a good bit there but then you also just have your regular people too that are just going out there to challenge themselves and try something new. Yep, that's right. So if you're if you're interested, I'm going to put the link to the actual website in the show notes. If you wanted to see my event, I'll have my produced YouTube uh, video in there as well. Um, I still got to produce Danny's. I got all his footage as well, so we'll get that up soon. TVs. But thanks for listening. I really appreciate, as always, you hopping on, engaging, asking the questions. Danny, you're the man. Looking forward to uh, continuing the grind. And uh, that's it for today's show. Quick one. And I hope this inspired you a little bit. And, uh, you know, if you're listening to this and want to come challenge me and Danny's thrones here in Dallas, come at us. Let's Let's go. go. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Danny, catch you later, man. All right, see you, Brian.